Welcome to the program. My name is Jesse Peterson. Um, <clears throat> I have to apologize. I just got back from Washington, D.C., so I have a head cold, but we're going to do it anyway. I want to say that I am the founder and president of a national nonprofit organization called the Brotherhood Organization of a New Destiny. And our purpose is to rebuild the family by rebuilding the man. We want to try and get black men to stand up and be strong. All men, really, we're open to everybody, but especially black men, because for the last 40 years or so, he's turned his life over to someone else, to the woman, uh, to the politicians, to the preacher. And as a result, uh, his life has gone to hell. And we're trying to turn it around. Today, we're going to be talking about black politics, uh, Democrat versus Republican. I've noted that most black people are Democrats. And I see a change coming about, and we're going to talk about that. My first guest today is Amy Wilson. She is the president of New Frontier Democrat Club. Hi, Amy. Hi. Thank you so much for coming on. You're very welcome. And uh, my next guest is Craig Sasser. Yes. All right. He's the chairman of California, California Black, Black Republican Council. Yes. Thank you for coming on, Craig. Thank appreciate you for having it. me. Uh, first, Amy, tell me, how long have you been a Democrat? All my life. All your life. And how did you become a Democrat? My parents were Democrats, uh, and I became a Democrat. So it's like born a Democrat. That's right? correct. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I always tell people I was born a Baptist and a Democrat. That's all I've known for a long time. I'm not a Democrat now, but... I knew that. I would, how about you, Greg? Uh, were you always a Republican? No. I, would, I was born a Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> and so why did you switch over? Actually, my mother got me to switch. My mother was very active in Democrat politics. Yeah. And when Jimmy Carter was running for re-election, um, Bishop Brookins and Mayor Bradley cut a great deal with the Carter people. And as she was leaving the meeting, she called me and she says, we cut this great deal. And I was thinking, what if Carter loses? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she said, I want you to go be a Republican. Oh, good. And so I did. All and right. Carter lost. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank God. Huh? Amy, yes. why, is it true that most blacks are Democrats? I don't know whether most blacks are Democrats, but I think that um, in the Democratic world that we live in, that most um, people that think Democratic are Democrats. Yeah. Uh, well, is it true that, true that most black vo normally vote democratically? That's correct. Democratic? And, and why is that? Uh, we were brought up in a democratic process um, to believe that the democratic process was what we were supposed to believe in. And it has worked, you know, um, to a certain extent. Um, if the true Democrats would, you know, bring up the voters registration and do all the things they're supposed to do, they'd be very strong. Yeah. What is the uh, purpose of a New Frontier Democratic Club? Okay, the purpose of New Frontier Democratic Club is to um, inform and to bring about the uh, political process, to inform the community of the democratic process um, in reference to state, city, and local um, bills and legislature that's presented. Okay. It's really an informative organization. Do you, do you think that it's good that most blacks vote for Democrats as opposed to Republicans? 
Yes, I do. A and why? Uh, well, let me kind of back it up a minute. It all depends on if we have a strong Democrat, you know, and most of the time we try to pick strong Democrats to represent us. Uh, and I feel that uh, through that process that that's the reason why we should vote democratically. And when you say strong, what do you mean? Uh, have the true beliefs that this, uh, bring, come out front with what they're all about and uh, follow through. Okay. And, and how about you, Craig? You think that most blacks should vote for Democrats? No. And, and why not? I think that it's good to have a balance and that we need a balance between both perspectives. There was a time when most blacks were Republicans and now there's a time when most blacks are Democrat and I don't think that we're well served yeah. in either case. I think we need a balance and we need the benefit of both points of view. And so what is the purpose of your organization? SEBRIC, uh, as we call it, the right. California Black Republican Council, is organized statewide to look for black candidates to run for office on the Republican side, to articulate the needs and concerns of the black community to the Republican Party. So when the Republican Party forms policies, we are there to give the black input, the black perspective, so that they will not form outrageous policies in a vacuum. How are you received in the black community? As traitors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you know. Yeah. And a lot of times people don't understand that we are not there as a sellout, but we are there to forward the interests of the black community. And, and why do you blacks think that you are a sellout because you're a Republican? Because there's too many people who have that kind of image. There are too many people who are known to the public who are not forwarding the interests of the black community. They, they perhaps really are sellouts. Too many people like who? Uh, well, let me pick on my favorite person I like to pick on, Ward Connolly. And with his movement, you know, to um, decrease the number of blacks who are able to be admitted into the UC system, mm -hmm. I think he has done the state a disservice, and he has done black people in particular a disservice, and he has certainly tarred the image of good Republicans like myself. Really? And so you think that he's wrong for forcing blacks to stand up and earn their way as opposed to getting it the easy way? Because that seemed to be the attitude of the Democrat. It's like they, they want to just give blacks something with, uh, and not expect them to earn it. I noticed that with Bill Clinton oh, was running for so. president. Mm -hmm. When he went to the black community, he said to them, I would give you a program. I would give you affirmative action. I would give you welfare. We would give you things. But when he spoke to the white community or the other communities, he said to them, we will have jobs, we will have this, where they have to earn their way. So um, why do you think that is wrong that war insists that blacks stand up? Because that seemed to be the attitude of the Democrats. Well, I, well, the only problem I have with that is that I think that some of the, take the, again, the admissions to the UC system. Right. Um, we have a number of blacks, I forget the exact number, but something in the range of 800 young black people who were denied admission to our top schools right. who have 4.0 averages. Now, on the other hand, we have many people who are admitted to the systems, as we know, who are sons of, or daughters of alumni, they're athletes. Nobody talks about that. But when it comes to our African Americans, which we need because we have to have a diverse population in that school. That's what I believe. Really? Now, I believe th that he's also correct. It's ironic. He's correct that the ones who did make it 
and who can stand on their own merit should be able to stand up and be proud and say, I got here on my own merit, no special programs. Right. Now, that I would, I would agree with that 100% if that was applied across the board in every situation. If all schools operated fairly, if you didn't have suburban schools that had more money than inner city schools, then I would, I would agree with it 100%. So what is the difference in the mentality of Republicans as opposed to Democrats? Because that sounds like a Democrat idea, the way Democrats think, as opposed to Republicans. Well, I think it doesn't matter, you know, uh, I, I more or less agree with uh, Craig in that, uh, but it doesn't matter whether you're a Republican or Democrat, as if you're a scholastic um, academic uh, achievement is high enough, you know, you should be accepted. And I don't agree with that you give somebody something or they should get it easy. I think that we all earn, you know, what we get. Right. And I don't think the Democrats have been given anything. I think they've had to earn whatever they got. Uh, do you disagree that uh, the idea of the Democratic Party when it relates to blacks is that they can't really make it that they need to be given something in order to make it. They, yeah. they need to be, uh, there's a notion that you need to feel sorry for black, so let's give them a program, let's give them affirmative action so that they can make it. They Have earn you it, they get out, they work for it, they Who? walk, the Democrats, they get out, they walk precincts, they do everything that they have to do in order to get what they want. To get those programs. To get those programs, it's not just given to them. But why work for a program? That's what I don't understand. It, a it, program means a lot. I mean, it's like your program, you know? How did you get your program? But my program insists that the person earn their way. Okay. What we try to do, encourage them to do, is take them off welfare, take them off affirmative action, because as a black man, it is embarrassing to see the white community or any other community tell me that I need a program in order to make it. You know, it wasn't that way before the civil rights movement. So we try to get blacks off those programs, whereas the Democrats seem to offer that to them. Well, the programs that seem to be uh, points of interest in order to a uh, learning center for our youth. Let's, let's use that, for instance, yeah. you know. You have to have some training process. Let's go back to Teen Post, Youth Information Center. They used to have, it didn't matter whether you were a Democrat or Republican, but if you belonged to Teen Post, you learned you know, you had a skill. You came out of there being somebody. And there's a lot of young black men and a lot of young black women that came out of Teen Post that are somebody today. And it doesn't matter whether they're Republicans or Democrats, but they gained their knowledge by being a part of a program. What is your impression of the Republican Party? Uh, my impression of the Republican Party is just, just the Republican Party. You know, it's just like, uh, it, it is a party that has their way of the political process, the same as the Democrats have their way with the political process. I think the only thing that I would agree with Craig in, and that is that, that they need to come together. They need to have uh, come with the same purpose, the same ideas, to work together to be stronger. Uh, I think that if we came together just because we have a Democratic president or a Republican president, that we need to have some of the same purposes in mind in order to make the political process stronger. Craig, what is your impression of the Democratic Party? Well, let me tell you a story that I think illustrates some of the differences. Um, we were at a community meeting recently, 
and we were talking about why there isn't more financial investment in the community. Yes. And we talked about the role of banks in communities and how a bank that is founded by people who look like you and are of your ethnic group will right. tend to make loans to you. So the, the chairman of our only black-owned bank in the state made a statement at that meeting that the liquidity requirements to open a bank are now at $10 million and that those requirements ought to be lowered so that we could have more black banks. And see, to me, that's a Democrat approach yeah. to a problem. Well, the problem is that the government should do something to make it easier for people to go into that business. Now, a Republican philosophy says, how did you get into business? Somebody wrote a check and got you into that bank, even though the liquidity requirement is $10 million. I think that there are lots of black people around this state who have $10 million. We like to pretend like we don't. That's right. I agree. But we do have that kind of money, and we ought to be able to step forward and create our own banks and our own institutions and not ask the government for help. That's right. Whereas the Democrats tend to say, let the Good government point. help us. And that's what I want to ask you, Amy. Why is, why is it that blacks are not putting their money together and making it work as opposed to out there wimping and whining and begging the government to do something for them? Uh, I think that started a long time ago. You know, this is something that, that they're growing in, you know, is the knowledge of how. We don't trust each other. That's right. And why You is know, that? you have all of the other ethnic groups that come together. They do things together. They I can agree. put four families in one house, yes. save their money, go out and buy a business. But if I'd ask Greg for $500 tonight <laughs> and ask you for $500, and I put my $500, you're going to watch me to see what I'm going to do with the money uh -huh. because you're not going to trust me. And why because is that? if I don't come to you with a purpose or something, then we're failed because yeah. I don't care how big your idea is. I don't think it has anything to do with politics again. You know, I think it has to do with human beings, the way that they're raised. I think it has our family struggle to get where they are. You mm -hmm. know, I can remember when sugar was 10 cents for five pounds and you went to the store and you could only get, you had food stamps, not things that they had. Everything was rationed, you know, that you couldn't get but so much. I think it has to do with the way that poverty and the times have changed that uh, we had to do without where other people, if they got more of the ration stamps, they were able to afford more. Uh, if our parents, I remember my mother used to make maybe $25 a week. I don't know how could you make it on $25 a week <laughs> nowadays. Yeah. You couldn't. Yeah. You couldn't survive. Um, so I think it has to do with our past. I think it has to do the way we were brought up. You know that. But I noticed that before the civil rights movement, blacks were closer. Were. There, there, were, there was trust there. Uh, the civil rights movement came, and people like Jesse Jackson and Maxine Waters and the NWCP and others took over. And they seemed to have taken the minds of black people, and they began to think for them, tell them how to act, tell them how to vote, tell them what to do with their money. And now we're in a situation where blacks don't know how to manage their lives because they are dependent on these people to think for them. Whereas before, we thought for ourselves because we had no one to tell us how to do it. Do you think that could be the reason that blacks are so screwed up today? No, I don't think that Maxine Waters and Jesse Jackson or anybody else, you know, has anything to do with it. I think that they are mentors to people. I think that because some people have a problem with speaking out, 
Uh, some people have a problem with saying what's on their minds, uh, that these are people that they look to, you know, and reference to help to bring what their thoughts are to the public, mm -hmm. you know, so they have a tendency to follow. I don't feel that they're right all the time, but most of the time they are, and that happens to be a part of the democratic process. What do you think about that, Craig? Well, I mean, I'm a very active NAACP um, member. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be second vice president of Los Angeles chapter, and I'm on the advisory board for the Western Region, which oversees all NAACP activity west of the Mississippi River. Mm -hmm. And many Republicans help make the NAACP and other community organizations work. Mm -hmm. So I do think that what the NAACP is doing in particular is very beneficial, and we need it. And I also think that what m many of our Democrat office holders are doing is also beneficial. Sometimes the Democrat office holders will remind this country that it has done racist and destructive activities and policies that have harmed black people. And so sometimes we need our Democrats to stand up and say <laughs> some things that maybe me as a Republican, I wouldn't say or couldn't say. Really? However, the Republican side takes a different approach. You know what? We need to take a break. When we come back, I want to ask you about the mentor. You said they are good mentors. Also, I want to ask you about that. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back in a moment. Jesse Peterson is the founder of the Brotherhood Organization of a New Destiny. For information, write Post Office Box 86253, Los Angeles, California 90086, or call 1-800-411-BOND. Welcome back to the program. My name is Jesse Peterson, and we're talking about black, Democrats and Republicans. Um, Craig, finish your statement about, on the other hand, with Republicans. Well, Republicans take a different approach to problem solving. For example, affirmative action. We talked a little bit earlier. Yes. Uh, when Kennedy and Johnson were talking about affirmative action, they were talking about rhetoric. They were running around the country encouraging people to do things. When Nixon was president, under the, uh, especially uh, the labor secretary, the Republicans created the goals and timetables to affirmative action that people later started protesting about. Right. So sometimes people say, well, Craig, you're not a Republican. I am a Republican. I'm a Republican in the traditional sense. We're the ones who created the teeth on the affirmative action laws. Now, some other Republicans came along later and wanted to forget about that. But what Republicans do is they take good ideas and make them work, put teeth with them and make them work. And I'm a Republican in that tradition. You said that uh, Maxine Waters and others are uh, good mentors for the black community. Uh, the one thing I noticed about them is that for their own families, they have husbands and wives, children. They send their kids to the best of schools. Uh, they, they themselves have the best of jobs. But yet, for the rest of black Americans, they seem to offer the public school system, they seem to offer affirmative action, welfare, things that keep people down. And my question to you is, how is that a good mentor? How is that a good example? Well, I think it's a way that you look at it, Jesse. Um, you know, sure, Maxine has, you know, uh, children that 
if possible, that she could send him to the best of schools and any of the other mentors that we have. Everybody wants the best of everything, but it's what you can afford as a person or a family. At least they are families. They're not broken up families. Right. They're families. They work together, you know. Uh, Maxine's daughter works with her very diligently. You well, know, she follows why her mother. Why don't they encourage that? Because that kind of idea works. They do. You, you can't go they wrong do. in life. They do. But why not offer that to blacks as opposed to programs? They do. They have uh, programs that bring families together where the fathers have what they call uh, mad dads. I don't know if you're familiar yeah, with that. Familiar. Are you familiar with um, uh, my father, my, what is it, my child can call me dad? Yeah. Uh, other but little no, programs but still and things like that. still if somebody else's dad is, uh, a family works when you have the original father, right. the original mother, and the original children, right. which Jesse and other half of themselves. Uh, it still, it seemed to be a, a hypocrisy to offer black America other than the best. And, and what blows my mind is that blacks are fathering these people and not realizing that they're being used in that way. Uh, if there was someone that could offer them more, uh, I think that they would have spoken up by now, you know. There's, you have to, like you said, work for what you get, yes. you know. You don't get anything. You have to work for it. Right. And you have uh, so much of our people right now, um, whether they're politicians or not, um, they've gotten to the point of where they think the easy way is the best way. And but that, these people, that does not come but from these the people, politics. Yes, it does. It, it, well, it starts because the fathers are not there. Then the home life is broken up. But these people encourages that the the, the liberal elite whites. They don't encourage to break up homes. They, they don't they do. encourage to break up. Whenever homes. you encourage, and Craig, you, I guess, agree with this. Whenever you encourage a program, you tell a person, you don't have to get out there and hustle and earn your way. Here's a program. You're taking away their natural ability to work hard and develop that strong life that it takes to deal with life. Well, 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 well let me comment, if I may. Sure. Um, the, the, again, see, one difference here that we're talking about is that Republicans tend to emphasize self-responsibility yes. and self-initiative. Which is best, don't you think? Well, I think, again, that the, I don't think it's a best or worst situation. I think that we have polluted the dialogue and polarized our community by trying to come out with these simplistic positions. We need some government intervention. We don't need government to disappear and go away. We don't, we're not going to solve our gang problems by saying everybody take care of your own problems. That's not going to happen. How will but we solve what we have to have, What we have to have is we have to have some intelligent government programs that are well thought out. And this is what Republicans do well. And this is why I'm saying, again, as Republicans, what Republicans do is not say social programs are all bad and no good, but they have a way of taking a program and making it work. Yeah. And that's where I claim that we do a little better job than the Democrats. Well, I think that we've had a lot of programs that have worked too. And I think that that is not all, you know, Republicans should take the credit for because a lot of the Democratic pro programs have worked. But you know what's even better than that, Jesse? It doesn't matter whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, as long as it works for you. You know, if this is what you want, they try to offer you the best. If you're qualified to get the best, then you'll get the best. But what I've noticed is that the, the Democrat idea, the, the, the ideas or the, uh, or the uh, things that they're offering to black people doesn't work. It has not worked over the last 40 years, and it seems to be getting worse instead of better. Well, let's think about this. Um, let's take poverty. Yes. Okay? Um, 
there are more black poverty, poor people than there are Caucasian or Asian or any other minorities. And why is that? So therefore, uh, it's because of the lack of education, the lack of the father in the home, the lack of the ability for the man to take the man role mm -hmm. uh, in order to keep his family together, to be able to educate his family, to let them know that the man is the stronghold of the threshold. And these are the things that have caused us to not gain, but have to learn mm -hmm. on our own. Right. And like I said before, it has nothing to do with the politics. It's the mentality of the human being. You can get whatever you want if you want it. All you have to do is want they it. Go for enough. it. That's right. And do you agree that there are more poverty in the black community than any other community? Craig? I don't know about that. I'd, I'd, I'd have to see the stats. Um, if, if you're arguing about who's worse off, you yes. know, we're. Who's when, worse off? When some of the black poor are in such bad shape and some of the Latino poor are in such bad shape, I don't see how either one of them can say one's worse or better. Let me, let me say just a minute about the schools. One difference between Democrats and Republicans, for example, is Republicans are tending to embrace the issue of school choice. Right. And that we ought to divert. Are you for that? I'm for school choice. Mm -hmm. And I think that we ought to divert some of the funding that goes into the public schools into the parents' hands so that the parents can have some choice. And I don't mean vouchers, which only give you a little tiny amount of money, uh -huh. but I'm talking about some real money where you can really make a choice. And let me tell you why. Because I think the public schools are in bad shape, and maybe if we threaten them with this, they'll do something to clean up their act. Yeah. However, what I'm really interested in, and I, and I think, again, the Democrats are in the same vein, is that we need our public schools, which we pay our tax dollars for, to work. Yeah. And as a Republican, I'm not willing to say, let's just go into school choice and just forget about the public schools. The public schools should work, and they should provide a quality education, regardless of whether they're in Watts That's or whether right. they're in Beverly Hills. You ought to get the same education. I want to give you both uh, my definition of both parties, and feel free to uh, disagree with me. I've noticed that uh, Democrats uh, is a party of no values. Uh, anything goes because I noticed that the most perverted aspect of society is involved in the Democratic Party. Homosexuals, uh, uh, drug addicts, uh, liars and thieves and cheaters or whatever. They seem to flock in the Democratic Party. Whereas the ideal of the Republican Party is values, the love of country, a love of God. There are things that we just want to accept. And so because of that, I can't understand especially with black people being quote-unquote Christian believing in God, I can't understand why they would stay in a party that is so perverted as opposed to moving on to a party that at least presents itself in a cleaner fashion. Well, Desi, I have to disagree with you because I think they're in both parties. I don't think that but there's it's, more... Uh, it's obvious in the I Democratic don't think party. there's more uh, in one than there is another. I think that they're You know both what? She's winding me down. We'll pick, we're going to do a part two, and we will pick up on that. I do want you to finish that, all right? Okay. We will do a part two, so tune in next week uh, to get the rest of this story. And uh, I personally think that blacks need to wake up and come back to the values that we grew up on. Uh, poverty is, is due to the lack of values in the black community and not necessarily finance, the lack of finance. Take care. Thank you very much for coming. You're very welcome. I appreciate it. <laughs> I can't believe how fast this is fun. <laughs>
Welcome to the program. My name is Jesse Peterson. This is a part two program on black politics. We're talking about black Democrats and Republicans. Hopefully, before this night is over, most blacks will become Republican. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> My purpose in life is to wake up people, and especially black people, because they're asleep. Uh, my guest tonight is uh, Craig Sasser. Yes. All right. And he's the chairman of California Black Republican Council. I appreciate you being here. Stand overnight with me. He has on the same clothes he had on last week. <laughs> and uh, Amy Wilson is the president of New Frontier Democrat Club. I appreciate you stand over as well. Uh, just for those uh, tuning in for the first time tonight, what is the uh, New Frontier Democrat Club, the purpose? The purpose of New Frontier Democratic Club is to enhance the uh, democratic process to the public and the community in the democratic way. Okay. And how about the Black Republican? Uh, the California Black Republican Council is organized to identify black Republican candidates statewide to articulate the needs and concerns of the black community to the Republican Party. Are you trying to convert blacks from Democrat to Republican? No. No, you're not. Seabrick, uh, as we call it, is primarily organized to give black Republicans a vehicle. In other words, those people who are already Republicans and who want to have some input and some influence within the party, who maybe want to run for office, who want to become a commissioner right. or an appointee. That's what Seabrick's purpose well, is. Wouldn't that happen if we got more black? The more black that comes cross over to the Republican Party would give blacks more authority? We, we have a lot of things to argue and disagree with the Democrats about, mm -hmm. but the thing is that I do believe that we need blacks to be involved in both parties. We need some blacks in the Democrat. I'd just like to see a lot less in the Democrat Party yeah. than are now, right. but we will continue to need some. So why not try to recruit more blacks? Because what I, I don't want to recruit blacks out of the Democrat Party. What I'm interested in is recruiting blacks out of the mass unregistered pool we have a lot of blacks that are not registered in any party. Really? And that's where I would really like to go. And I think there's a lot of blacks who are not Democrats because they do not believe in the message of the Democrat Party. However, the Republicans have done a very poor job of reaching out to those entry-level blacks who would be interested if they knew about the values and mores of the Republican Party. As a Democrat, uh, Amy, what is the message of the Republican Party? What do you think that message is? toward blacks? I think that uh, my own personal opinion yes, yes. is that I believe that the Republicans are those that are um, above and beyond their means as the Republican Party. In other words, you more or less have to not be a uh, average person. You have to be above average in order to be a Republican because uh, that's the way the system works. Really? And how did you come to that conclusion? Because uh, most Republicans have money. Right. Except me. <laughs> That's right. So he's a Republican. No money. Most Republicans have money. So do you, do you agree with that idea of the Republican Party? No. This, see, this is an image, and, and this is no. the kind of thing I was talking about earlier, that the many unregistered blacks have this image of the Republican Party being a country club party right. for the rich people, for the interests of rich people. The Republican Party is not a party like that. The Republican Party was originally established to prevent the spread of slavery. Yes. That's how far Most away. They don't know that. They don't know that, and the party itself has gotten away from its own philosophies and yes. founding 
values. So I'm in the forefront of trying to remind the party why were we here in the first place. And, and the average Republican is a blue-collar, average-income person. They're no more right. high-income than I'm anybody else. I'm telling you, it is not what blacks have been told. Uh, the Republican Party is the uh, American Party. It is for all people, and it insists that we uh, uh, make our way so to develop that character. So it's the Democratic Party. It just has a Democratic way. But the Democrat mm -hmm. it, it doesn't insist that. Not at well, least you know, not I blacks. take it, Jesse. I take it to being that you know, Democrat to me. I broke it down in my own way. Demo means demonstration. Mm -hmm. Okay, it means you have to demonstrate power. Okay. Republican mean to me is representation, you know, more and above. And when you talk about work for what you get, mm -hmm. I think that most of the Republicans don't work for what they get. They was given to them through estates and what their parents had and it was handed down to them. That's how they became Republicans. Let me tell you this, I've been a Republican now for nearly ten years. I have to tell you that's not true. There are some Republicans where things have been handed down, for, but for the most part, they've all earned their way. All right, why did you become hard. a Republican? I became a Republican because I realized that the Democratic Party was a party of, of uh, self-destruction, meaning that they had no value. They, they, made, they looked down on blacks, for example, by offering blacks uh, welfare, affirmative action programs, and telling us that we don't really have to be responsible because of slavery. And I also noticed that in the Democratic Party, most people, most of the groups that was in that party or that is in that party are deviant groups. They don't have values. Anything goes. Whatever you want to do, just do it. And everyone seemed to agree with that. No one really stand up for what is right. I disagree and, with And you. I used to be that way as well, so I understand that idea, but I changed in values and as a result, I left the Democratic Party. Well, I think that, that you're wrong. I, I, I truly do because, number one, uh, I think that it's, if the family value is important, as we spoke of. The but family not to value. the Democrats, though. Oh, yes, it is. More, it, it, I even think more so. And like I said before, and I feel deep down in my heart that whether uh, a Democrat or a Republican, the family values, God is important to Democrats. No. We, oh, yes. No, no, no. Oh, well, yes. Let me just ask oh, this. Yes. I could be wrong. Let me ask this. Which party, for the most part, supports abortion? The poor party. And which party is that? Republicans and Democrats. No, 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 no. no. You oh, just yes. said the Republican Party is not the, the poor party. Oh, yeah, but they are. I mean, like are I say, poor the now? poor party. Sure, they're poor. But sure for the poor. most part, which party supports abortion? Both parties. For the most part, which party supports homosexuality? Both parties. You're not being honest. Yes, I am. Which party supports abortion? Well, the Democrats support abortion more, more than the Republicans. Support. And which party supports homosexuality? For the most part. Um, well, I can't really say that on that. I don't think there's a real clear difference between the two parties. Do you think that if Bill Clinton was a Republican president, Bill that Clinton is a Republican president. That homosexuality would be... <laughs> Bill that, Clinton is a Republican president. That homosexuality <laughs> would be as widespread and in the open as it is. Well, I'm... You mean coming time, out of undercover? What, what you do you know, mean? Yeah, you I mean, would, bringing I'll, people, people in out? In the military and all that. 
The Democrats. I think, I think, that, I think that the openness of homosexuality is something that started before Clinton was elected. Absolutely. No, but it, it wasn't accepted by the Republican Party. Well, I'm, I don't think it has anything to do with the Republican Party. It, it does. It does. My point is, the point that I'm trying to prove to you guys or bring out is that right. the Democrat, today's Democratic Party is a party of no value. They do not believe in God. Well, they well, say they, do. they, well, say yes, they, they do. do. Well, this is the thing. Just how can you support everything that disagrees with what God is about? I don't think that's what the well, Democrats that's not, are saying. That's not and what the Democrats me, are saying. Well, They're going they saying? with the people are saying. The people are asking for this. The people vote for this. The people want this. The Democrat so, people. This is everybody. You no. got you got as many Republican women that get pregnant that don't want babies as you got Democratic women that get but that for the don't most want babies. Part, that party, the Democratic Party itself, is in favor of those things. Would you agree to that? I think the Democrats have come out with a stronger position in favor of abortion yes. than the Republicans have. That's true. You However, know, the Republicans are struggling with this issue. This is not like all Republicans. Are, are against abortion. Right. Some Republicans are in favor That's of abortion. That's why I said for the most part, we're talking about the difference in the two parties. Exactly. And which one stands for no values and the one that well, does put well, up well, a front. Well, let me say one One that does at least put up a front of values. Tell me, when you say values, what do you mean? Maybe we have a different meaning of it. What do you mean by that? Value means something of value, whether it be, you know, your suit that you have on, that's monetary. Your value comes from your sense, your brain, the things, your, what you've educated or knowledge that you've learned. That's a value to me, uh, a value of, of, of being able to share something that you know with someone else, regardless of how you feel about politics. That's a value to me. And, and what do you think of values when we talk about that? Well, I, I believe in values that are um, religious base, God base, that the Republican Party was started by people who care. Yeah. Not only do they care about social issues, they care about the environment. The Republicans were the ones who first created the nation's park systems. The things that we have to understand, however, as I'm saying, is that there's a difference between saying you want more government and saying that you want less government. Because you want more government doesn't make you a valueless person. It just means that you have a different approach to solving society's why a, problems. Why would a value person want more government? What would be the purpose? Because they would think that the government can help ease some of our problems. The, the only difference is I, I agree the government can ease some of our problems. I just disagree as to how much of that ought to be government's role and how much of that ought to be the own individual role. However. I do not think that we ought to abandon government and that we ought to simply say that people solve their own problems with no government intervention at all. Do you remember the old days when black had no government in their lives and yet they had a higher standard of living? Do you remember those days? <clears throat> well, this week, I don't know, I don't because I remember Franklin D. Roosevelt, you know, and uh, I am old enough to know that during those days that there were family values. There mm -hmm. were values in reverence to spiritual values um, that you did have to go to church. Uh, you did have to sit down and eat at the table together. You did have to have prayer before you ate. Yes. You had to bless your food. But we, you did visit your relatives. The families were closer together. They yes. weren't fighting. Your brothers and sisters were truly your brothers and sisters. But when we turn our life over to the government during the civil rights movement, we got away from those things because we brought the government in and then everything that opposed to what we believed in before changed. You notice that, right? 
Well, Jesse, you know, um, how long has the democratic process been in control? Well, we're you not know, talking about the democratic process. Okay. We're talking about the democratic Part, the okay, let's talk about party, the Democratic Party. How long have they really life. been in control? Because, well, I mean, Alva, the Republicans, and, mm -hmm. been the in Republicans have Alva. been in control the, for a long the Republicans time. Republicans just now began to take over again. No, Thank God that this is happening. It, if we right? think about the past, Republicans were there before the Democrats. But they had no control because of the Democrat rule. Yeah, but the Republicans well, were there. Well, Republicans had some control. And again, like I said earlier, the thing that, I, that my emphasis is that not that Republicans don't have social programs, mm -hmm. but they are better at making the social programs work. work. Uh. Republicans have believed in welfare. They have believed in model cities. They have simply made those more numerous. They've put more money behind them, and they have created measuring systems to see whether or not these things work. It's not the Republicans that don't believe in these things at all. However, over time, the Republican Party, taking a 30-year look at this, has said that over 30 years this has not worked as well as we would have liked. Therefore, the Republicans are more willing to throw away the old model and to come up with something entirely new. Yes. Whereas the Democrats are more like, well, let's stick with this model. Maybe it has problems, but at least we know it and we, at least we know we're getting some kind of results out of it. And Republicans are more willing to experiment and to believe in the individual and the results that will come out of letting that individual go free. My um, definition of values, or what I believe values are, is uh, a belief in God and the willingness to live by the, that belief in spite of the world disagreement of that. Uh, father, mother, children, and those principles being passed down from God to the family. And then the love of country. And that is uh, what the Republican Party represent. Not always carried out, but represent. We're going to take a break and we'll be back in a moment. Jesse Peterson is the founder of the Brotherhood Organization of a New Destiny. For information, write Post Office Box 86253, Los Angeles, California 90086, or call 1 800 411 Bond. Okay, welcome back to the program. We are talking about black folks in the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. Uh, in the next few minutes, or the last few minutes that we have left, uh, oh, let me ask this first. What is the cause of gang violence in the black communities across the country? Anybody? Drugs. 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 And what, what is drugs causing them to use drugs. drugs? I think it's because of the um, not being able to uh, acquire or have the family values that that used to be. Uh, the absentee of a father in the home, that yes. strength, the man uh, to take control. I think that that is causing a lot of it. And how about you? Well, I, I really think most of the gang problems are related to jobs. Um, I've done a lot of work with gang members, and all of them will tell you if I can get a job, I would just I would let this stuff go. Some of the gangs that we have in L.A., like the Bloods and the Crips, were originally organized to control their own territory and especially to control the economic activities on that territory, whether it's selling drugs 
or whether it's hustling people or whatever it is, but the point is they needed money. And the system has failed them in providing jobs. Really? And so they have created an alternative to look out for their own interests, which is actually kind of a Republican activity. They, they have created their own structure in the absence of the larger society addressing their problems. And so do you believe them when they say that they're involved in games because of no job? Do you believe that idea? Yes. You do. So my question would be, why would young people, because most game members, not all, however, are young people, mm -hmm. and why, uh, why, is it that, why is it that jobs are so important to young people that they're willing to get into a game? That doesn't make sense because when you're growing up, you have your father, you have your mother, you have school, you have playtime, and for the most part, jobs are not that important. So how did they come up with the idea that jobs are so important that they're going to get into a game at the age of 10, 9, it's what up. they're taught, what they see. Um, it's brought back. My husband was very um, instrumental in working with the gangs um, during his lifetime. His thing was to show them the positive images of life, that education first, yes. okay? Um, that you needed to turn your life around because everything is not as easy. That if you do the crime, you pay the time. And that is not right. what most of our jails are full of, is our young black men. Mm -hmm. uh, they're dying now um, because I see that daily from where I work. Yes. Um, our poor women are left alone to struggle because the black man fails to take stand on what he was taught a long time ago right. or the family values that he's supposed to be first in the life the woman is second okay and I'm not saying that You're because right I'm not that. trying to say that the woman is not strong but she does not able to control you got some women out there their children are gang members or dealing drugs they're scared of them you know they're scared of what they might do yeah. to them or what might happen to them so therefore they cannot be in control they're taking control of their families where the man is absentee he, do, he don't want to take care of he don't want to pay child support he don't want to work if he has to pay child support yeah. and he doesn't want to teach his children the difference between right and wrong so therefore I feel this is where the breakdown is I agree. Well, well see here but again here we're talking about the differences between Republican and Democrat and one of the subtle differences is that the Democrats tend to focus on let's bring a, bring a program in to address these problems and things like that, whereas the Republicans tend to focus on let's look at the individual and what's wrong with this individual That's that right. we need to address and strengthen. For example, when I talk, when you mentioned about why are the 10-year-olds and whatnot getting involved in it, they're not. It's the older kids who pressure them into this. Yes. And because the family unit is not strong for whatever reason, the older kids who are controlling the economics, they're selling drugs, this is their source of revenue, and they get the little young kids to go and be their runners and look out for them and stuff like that. Yeah. It's a business just like any other business. If the people at the top make the money, the people at the bottom suffer. The one thing that we have been successful in doing one step at a time is uh, bringing that family back together, showing fathers how to be strong and how to face challenges and overcome them. A lot of men leave their families because they don't know how to deal with the woman. Well, we show them how to do that. And I noticed that when the father go back into the home, the whole situation began to change. Mm -hmm. uh, the one thing I've noticed, uh, uh, the reason that drugs are so prevalent uh, and crime in our community is because the father's not there, first of all. Mm -hmm. And uh, the leaders of the community, so-called leaders, I have no respect for them, by the way. People like Jesse Jackson and the NWCP and mm -hmm. Black Caucus, Louis Farrakhan and others have brainwashed black people 
by telling them that they can't make it. Here's a program. The white man is trying to hold you back. And now blacks are angry about That's that. That's not true. They and look for, not able to see Jesse, what's they wrong. Look, like I said before, they look for an image. They look for a positive image. They look for someone that's able to speak with for them or with them or to them. And this is why these people are strong. But they are you using know? them, though. But they're they not are, using They're not using me. If this is something that I believe in, then I'm going to believe in it, and you can't make me not believe in it. But my point it. is, why do you need another man? I'm a man. Right. Why would I need Jesse Jackson to speak on my behalf? I can speak for myself. Where did he get his strength from that he can speak on his behalf? I don't need some other man to speak on my behalf, and I would raise my children in the same manner to stand up, be strong, deal with life. You don't need Jesse Jackson to do that. Well, with your when values children, that you have now, then you away, should be as strong as Jesse Jackson. When my children go away as adults, they have to know how to stand on their own. They can't depend on Jesse Jackson or anybody to stand up for them. Well, well the only thing I say, and let me interrupt here just a minute, um, is the Jesse Jacksons and the Maxine Waters and whoever else is out there are not really the problem. You know, they're going to be strong they and the talk. They're the main problem. They're going to talk from their pr point of view, from their perspective. Problem. The problem is, is what I'm talking about, that there's no jobs, that there's a lack of ideas on how to solve these problems. And we have to get we have to get much better other than the old simplistic liberal versus conservative. You know, that's that's not a solving the problems either. We gotta get out in the street and work with our young people and no Democrat office holder, no government bureaucrat, no Republican politician is stopping us or helping us. It's up to us as fathers, as neighbors, and as yes. people who care to get out in the community where you live and be concerned about these young people who are all around you. Jesse, you know what I'd like to say to you uh, is that I would like to see you to make a plea to the public. I would like to see you gather at least 500 men that would like to stand up and be men yes. and walk and, at the, and talk the part of a man, yes. you know, to be a family man, to be able to go out and talk to these young people, to face them and let them know what they're doing is wrong. You know, this is That's something that doing. I feel that yeah. would make you strong yes. and this is what I think that most men fail to do. You have a lot of them that, that when crime is committed in their neighborhoods, I'm also my black club president, I represent a large area in Lamar Park, yeah. you know, but the thing that we tell everybody, if I don't watch you and you watch me, and somebody comes and takes what we have. Yes. That's not my fault or your fault, because we don't communicate. Yes. But if we're watching each other, then we become neighbors, like fathers and, and, and sons and all of the men that need to be men. They need to stand up and be counted. If Jesse Jackson should run for president, Craig, would you vote for him? No. I, I, now, when Jesse ran, I did participate in the Jacksons for Jackson campaign. <laughs> Were you a Republican at that time? I was a Republican at that right. time. Yes. That is amazing. And, and there, there's a, let me give you a better example. There's a Democrat that's running in the community uh, right now that's running in the 47th Assembly District. And, and I won't name any names. Right. You know, but he's a Democrat. And he's a good guy. He's worked in the community a long time. And I'm going to support him. I've given him a check. And, I'm, and once he gets to the Assembly, because I believe that he will get there, I want to continue to have a dialogue with him instead of being shut out. Why wouldn't you vote with Jesse, for Jesse Jackson? Because you know he's considered running for president again. Yes. Why would you vote for him? Why would I not vote for yes. him? 
because I think that Jesse has put forward as many ideas as he can and I don't think we're going to hear any new ideas from him. Yeah. I would have been very interested in Colin Powell running for president but he decided that he didn't want to. But I think that we need somebody today, we need somebody more like a Colin Powell than a Jesse Jackson. We need somebody who understands the like moral a integrity. Kind of a guy, right? Well, I don't think Colin Powell would want to be say that he was a Ronald Reagan kind I'm of guy. I'm saying that's the kind of, we need like a Ronald Reagan kind of a guy to come back up in America. We need someone with moral integrity who has strong ideas Ronald that Reagan. are practical ideas yes. and that are really going to work. And that's that's President the problem I have King with Jesse Jackson. Strong. He had everybody. I yes. mean, everybody loved Kennedy. I mean, he talked the talk and he walked the walk. And he was for the people. He was a people person. And I think being a people person is what counts, you know, that you have to look at the family values and that's what he was all about. And that's how New Frontier really got their name. Would you vote for Jesse Jackson if he ran for president again? I really don't know. I you can't know. really say. You not can't say. Uh, would you vote for a good Ronald Reagan kind of a president, a good Republican person? Uh, no. no. I, I'm, I'm a stomp down Democrat. Really? <laughs> yes. Uh, let me ask, uh, are you a Christian? You believe no, in God? No, I believe I do. You believe in God? You believe in God. He has worked so many miracles for me. And yes. did you vote for Bill Clinton? Did I vote for him? Of course I voted. You did. Uh, and you believe in God. Bill Clinton uh, believes in everything that opposes what God is all about. Would you agree with that? No. No. Or may I name a few things? Yes. He believes in abortion. Okay. He believes in uh, uh, same-sex marriages. I think that a lot of this has uh, a meaning of a right to choose what you want he out of believe, life. He believes, you know, he believes that the human beings should have a right to choose God all of these things. Uh, God is, is one thing and a president is another. But you know? you, would you and vote? I don't think that has anything to do with, I believe that he goes to church, I believe his family goes to church. But the devil goes to church too. Um, not in my church. Oh, you'd be surprised. Not in my church. <laughs> We're just talking about Reverend Caesar Murray. See, my church, my ch your church is your temple. Your temple is within oh, you. Oh, you mean that temple. Oh, okay. That's true. Uh, if you've been in the building, we yeah. can name some devils. Oh, no. We're, We're not going to even go in there. But let me tell you this. Uh, as a man who now believes in God, I at least look for that person who believes, or at least put up a good front that he believes in those values that God instills in us. And because I believe so firmly in those values, it would be difficult or impossible for me to go against it. Well, you know something, Jesse, when Ronald Reagan was president, that's when abortions really came up. Yeah, but it didn't come forward until Bill Clinton got in there. No, it came up when it Ronald Reagan. It came up, but it didn't yeah, come forward. it came forward. up, and it was prominent because you didn't have to have uh, an excuse in order to have an abortion then when he was president. But it didn't come up. Would you agree with that? It didn't come forward. Well, I don't know. What I would say is you that the Republicans believe in prayer in the schools yes. and putting God first. And, and the Democrats have been don't. a little they hesitant don't. about that. We're out of time. God, I wish we could go on, don't you? you yes. Because we're getting relaxed yeah. now and yeah. kind of fired up. We're going to do it again. Okay. And uh, I appreciate you guys coming on. And I just want to urge the black community to get the hell out of the Democratic Party <laughs> if you want some hope. Jesse, stay in the Democratic Party. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> just hold on for a minute. All right. Okay. Until they wind down.